0: This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on Power 987.co.za.
1: Money Monday. It is about three minutes ago before the bottom of the hour. It is indeed money, 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 money Monday. And that means that we have all conversations that contains our money. Now, in the theme of Valentine's Day, where we are celebrating and we're looking at love, we figured why not stay within the theme of the celebration as well as uh, the acknowledgement of love. And the question that we're asking this afternoon is, can relationships actually thrive where there is no money? Can they work? Where there is no money. Is love commercial? Can money actually buy you love? Well, let's get into this right now with uh, Gerald Monabira, who's a certified financial planner and author. Gerald, never a dull moment with you. Uh, Thanks so much for staying with us uh, and uh, welcome to Power Lunch.
2: Always a pleasure, Faith, and good afternoon to all the Power listeners.
1: And we've also got Kits Kerr, who's a Master of Consciousness and a Relationship Coach as well. Kids, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. Welcome to Power Lunch. Thank you. It's a pleasure. All right. Maybe let's start off with with understanding the psychology and and the interpersonal dynamism of relationship. Kits, can you just take us through in terms of relationships, especially in the today context, 2022?
0: Absolutely. Um, Yeah, you are mixing two very important relationships here. You are mixing the relationship in your powerful question, the relationship to money that somebody has, as well as their relationship to love. And uh, the dynamics within a relationship or a love relationship is that you, in fact, have three parties. You have you, the other person, and then the relationship itself. And often people get lost somewhere in those three positions. And more importantly, is the
1: concept, of
0: life, the tip that we have of relationship.
1: Mm. We are... Okay, kids, I'm going to move you back to 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 my producer and see if we can get a clearer line for yes. you, and we can continue this conversation. But uh, Gerald, whilst we we're about to get into the news, but you can continue just around the dynamism of of money and 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 love. And you've seen it. I mean, I'm sure you've worked with many couples when it comes to this topic, haven't you?
2: Definitely, Faith, and I think you know. In answer to your question, can a relationship um, function without money? Yes. Is it possible? Yes. It's very difficult. That's the the truth. Mm. And the reason is simply this. The reason why a man and a woman come together often is to procreate and to multiply and to get married. And within the context of a marriage, money is very important because um, a young lady, when she sees a man, she wants security. So the only measure of security she has when she doesn't know this this man from a bar of soap is his ability to provide. And hence, you tend to find that the women will be drawn to the men who have the highest capacity to provide because they provide the highest potential for security within a marriage. And they're not looking for the money, they're looking for security. So you need money because that's how we express our wealth in modern-day society. In the olden days, it was much easier faith. You could look at the, the guy's family, you see their cows, you see their fields, you see that they are secure. So you didn't need to uh, have that in further endorsement of their capability. The problem we have is that many men fake it till they make it. So whilst they're trying to become old men, they pretend to have what they don't have, they end up attracting a young lady who's coming for the security who only then comes in to discover that it was all a facade.
1: Tell you what, we'll continue from there after the news. Right now though, it's uh, a minute after 2 o'clock, 2.30. Let's catch up with your latest Empower News. Faith,
3: you know what? You are so special yourself. Weekdays, 12 12 to 3 p.m.
4: Power
1: lunch on power 98.7. Ah, uh, now we're talking. I love love. I don't know if people are so weird about love. I love love. 23 minutes ago before the top of the hour, speaking about love, can love flourish? Can love thrive if there's no money in a relationship? Let's say that the two people are not doing as well. Money is a tight, tight, tight reality. Can you still be highly in love? Can the relationship work without money? Can a relationship thrive without money? We're in conversation with Kits Kerr, Master of Consciousness and Relationship Coach, as well as Gerald Monambira, Certified Financial Planner, and of course you on 0861987000. Uh, Kids, before we went into the break, I know we broke down with the line a little bit, but we were going into the dynamism of relationships in the 21st century. Yes. Can you hear me
0: clearly now? Much clearly. Much clearly. Go okay, ahead. awesome. Awesome. I think Gerald hit the nail on the head just before we went into news that... The relationship to money and that need for survival is a big trigger in relationships. So what happens is if we look at love and we look at relationship, many people live in a concept of what relationship and love is. And often that concept includes certain conditions which money provides. So money provides the condition of gifts. Money provides the condition of security. Money provides the condition of making you feel special and be treated in a particular way. And often when we're in that space, we then think we're in love with the person who's making us feel that way. So when money is absent and those conditions are no longer present, or they are stretched by the lack of money, Mm. then yes, there's a big question mark in the relationship. Mm. So it's all based on conditional um, love, not unconditional love. Unconditional love doesn't need the money. It doesn't need those gifts. It doesn't need... However... Certain conditions do need to be in place for unconditional love to thrive. And all those belief systems that are attached to our security needs won't support that. Yeah. It won't support us to thrive, yeah.
1: Then, Gerald, though, how much then are um, our relationship? Because you would often hear people saying, but I don't want my relationship to be transactional based on what I can mm. give you and what you can give me. Where do we draw the line between the transactionality of a relationship and versus the needs of a relationship?
2: Dave, what's the date today?
1: Today is the 14th of February,
2: Pup. What is it called?
1: It's called Valentine's Day.
2: It's a transactional day. Today is the most transactional relationship day that's ever existed known to man. <laughs> because <laughs> it's all about expressing your ability or inability to fulfill the need for security. I think, you know, there's another additional element to, to understanding how these re- financial relationships work. If a woman is seeking security, that is what her intention is. But I think the problem lies more with the men at the men's conference. Mm. That men are not entering into relationships which lead to that fulfillment. And as Kip is saying, that unconditional love to develop. <laughs> because the whole point of you entering into the relationship and providing that security so that she feels secure enough to become give you unconditional love. Now, here's the issue. Every, womb, every woman has a womb. You're a womb man. And your womb is designed biologically to multiply what you put inside it, which is a seed. Now, similarly, the mind of a woman is the same. She multiplies her environment. Now, my issue is with men is that they're attracted to the very women who eat seed. <laughs> and when you enter into a marriage, you now want her to be someone who can multiply and become a woman. It's not going to happen. You need to find yourself a woman who understands that money comes from somewhere. They must understand that when they demand an e-wallet, there was money earned. Most of these seed-eating women are women who have wombs which are barren. They cannot multiply, they cannot add an idea. So you as the financial provider, if you hit a hard time, she's gone with the wind Mm -hmm. because she was never in in there for that. As men who are listening right now, get yourself a woman who understands where money comes from, how it's made. Become couplepreneurs so that you now make money. Take the back seat of your relationship and enter into that unconditional love phase. Bottom line is, if you go for a woman who loves to eat seed, she will eat seed until it's finished. If you go for a woman who understands, let's create she will not put you under the pressures the real good woman valentine's day they're not expecting anything because every day for them is unconditional the women who eat seed today is their feast (laughs)
1: like i I just i think i lost. (laughs) oh goodness because i got a valentine's day gift today and i'm just like (laughs) doesn't mean i eat seed i really like flowers (laughs) <laughs> oh no, I I'm gonna defend okay, I'm okay, gonna go I'm defend there, all the I'm women not... today. They must get their flowers. <laughs> no, we <women> must <laughs> get their
2: flowers <laughs> their flowers, oh. definitely. Yeah. Men out there, give give your womb man An appreciation of her. Give her the flowers, give her the chocolates. But because her womb is fertile, because she understands you're working hard and she wants to add to your life. She wants to increase your territory. She wants to give you ideas to create wealth. She's happy with what you are doing together. The ones who don't deserve flowers and chocolates, the seed eaters, please, please don't send them anything because they lead to the problem we have now where men end up being under unnecessary pressure to Mm. do things to impress you know and i think you know most good women will tell you i married him for his potential he had nothing and we need to go back to basics into those kinds of realms where you can be seen for who you are and not for, for, for where we are going or what your dream is. Um, and from a financial point of planning point of view, I meet these couples when they're already married and I can already see, okay, husband was a provider. Wife was a seed eater from day one. Now they're having problems cause providers hit a financial hurdle. And yeah. now they call me to come and help the situation. Whereas when I counsel couples who are not even married, I try and inculcate into their heads the fact that they're a unit. They should work in unison. And the husband must open his ears to allow her to create wealth so that she can allow herself to be a womb man and multiply whatever environment they're in. But generally speaking, if you have... a a woman, she will, she will amplify your environment. If you are in debt and she's a CD, she will amplify it. Yeah. If you are a business person and she's behind you, she will amplify your wealth. Hence, why you you hear the stories of the Bill Gates, etc., and they get divorced. The wife tells you, "I was there. I gave him that idea," and 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 that's how a good relationship is 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 grown over time.
1: Well, Jared, I was just to also touch on something that we went into before we went into the news was. <laughs> Some men fa- and people, not men and women, do it. We fake it, and then when you're in the relationship, you start realizing the realities of the relationship that there was no money. That you so basically, you sold this person an idea of yourself, and when they got into the relationship with you, they started realizing, eh, here, there's no money. 0861987000 Can love flourish without the money? Tao and Brits, what say you?
3: Uh, how <laughs> Yeah, money in, in
5: love, one science, one another, one
1: another, one another, Money is the catalyst to love. one another, one another, Like oh,
5: yeah, money
4: <laughs> activator.
1: Fring in Pretoria
4: Hi Hi Fringy. Is it Fring Hi, you f- Hi there we go I've got you Go ahead <laughs> Hi uh, You know um, Money makes the world go round There is No actually Money is the cornerstone Of each and every relationship mm, mm, mm. If you don't have money I mean How are you going to get Time to love someone If you don't have money How are you going to Show someone love Because these days, I mean, if you don't have money, unfortunately, it's very rare to find a woman, right, that can actually fall in love with you. And now I've seen that in guys these days, they actually also want women with money. They want to uh, date women with money. So if you're a woman, also you don't have money, it's
1: also unfortunate for you. But Frank, shouldn't it be like that? Like, like, uh, uh, just I'm just asking you as a, as a as a fellow lady, like if you're yeah. gonna want a man who is successful. Now, I I, I personally have a thing where. Uh, I think that I don't know if a woman can say I want a man who's who's got a, a a Mercedes and who's got a BM, who's got a Maserati, who's got a Porsche. I want him to have five houses. He must have a business. He must do. It. And then when I on a driver's license, I just find that a little bit offensive to the man that you're trying to attract. So okay. equally, if you're trying to if you're trying to attract a man who's got the those things, surely on your side as a woman as well, you should be accumulating those things as well can't demand it of the man if you yourself
4: don't even know how to even provide mm, but you know in this time like in the day and age that's what you know it's happening some ladies would just want to demand you know i want a man who has this i want a man who has that you know even on tv shows you know most of the time you know your dating shows and all of that they'll be like are you driving only to find out the lady doesn't even have a driver's license You yeah. understand? So now it's, it's rooted in us that money like makes the relationship actually it's the cornerstone of the relationship. Yeah, <laughs> so, I this thing, you know, the song that says poverty can be romantic, I personally do not agree with it. Yeah, there's
1: nothing romantic about poverty. <laughs> 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 so, yeah,
4: today's topic I feel like it's touching more or less on, on the song to say that actually it's opposing with the song to say that poverty can be romantic. There's no way that poverty can be romantic. Ah, So we need money in order for love to
1: prosper. I got you. I got you. Gerald, yeah, no, man, it's real. But there are some people who do fake it. Right, So they they fake it to charm you to be in the relationship. And then once you're in the relationship, you realize, Aish, this person actually does not have the financial capacity. And it goes both ways, right? It could be men who are faking being the businessman. Baby, I'm, I'm, I'm in business. I'm in between businesses. Or even the woman who you think that she owns the apartment. You think that she owns her house. But meanwhile, she's probably got somebody else paying for her bills. And then when you get into it, you're realizing I'm inheriting debt. How do we make that differentiator?
2: Look, it's very difficult face because we're in a world which is very visual, and social media has not helped, the Instagrams, et cetera, because people want to portray success wherever they go. As a financial planning professional, I will tell you that when I sit down and I look at people's finances in terms of the skeleton and what's really going on inside, 80% of people who sit in front of you are not solvent, i.e. they, are not, <laughs> they, they don't have a positive net worth. They may have good income in terms of a salary, but that's dependent um, on the on the employer. They may stay in an, an expensive house and expensive cars, but net worth-wise, they're, they're actually no better off than someone who earns much less than them who might actually have uh, better assets. So the problem is with society at large, that we have become that society where we are all competing and we are all trying to to, to portray success. We need to go back to almost our African commonwealth system where, you know, on Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the things like food, security were taken care of because just by being born in a village, you were never going to go hungry. And I think we need to take a step back into those kinds of environments. But as you said, Faith, it's it's a mess right now because you cannot trust anyone in terms of what they tell you or what you see because half the time once you go on to page two you see the real truth coming out and unfortunately that's also led to the the number of divorces now we see because many people are getting divorced because they never they were betrayed in terms of a there was financial infidelity from day one because you pretended to be something you were not it's actually called
1: financial infidelity
2: Mm. Financial infidelity. You lied about your financial position, yeah. so you were not truthful from day one. Or financial infidelity, because you were not truthful, I went and I sought to get someone to solve my problems, and that led to divorce. But bottom line is finances are, are what's driving a lot of relationships now.
1: Zero mm. eight six one nine eight seven Triple Zero. Mabule in Centurion. Uh, Hi. Hi, how are you? Good and you go ahead.
3: My first question to you, how many women do you know, I mean, how many men do you know that left a woman because she went broke?
1: How many men do you know left a woman because she went broke? Yes. Let me go to my male friends and drop my list. No. No, I don't. I can't even say I do. Right. 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 Yeah. So so my my point is, in most cases, this affects men
3: a lot.
5: So... Mm.
3: A, a woman a woman can be unemployed for the rest of her life. A man can take care of that woman. But mm. if anything goes sour for a man, a, a woman will always remind you, you know, uh, I made you. Uh, you're eating me. You're, you know, you're sleeping me. Everything, like, everything is like that. But then it's the same thing that goes to social media where you find people writing, women writing things like a broke man doesn't deserve to date. It's because... They are looking for those, you know, uh, a way of a source of income. And if they it's see a guy time. driving a nice car, obviously the guy has money, you know? I got, uh, you. I got you. Yeah, because one time I dro- I was driving a VW Polo on Uber on a weekend, and even when I talking in my car, saying, I need a rich man. Imagine me uh, dating an uh, Uber driver. Uh, I won't do that with my life. Unfortunately, the following day, they found me driving a bigger car. Now, the tone of their voice changed because I'm driving a bigger car. It means I'm not only an Uber driver, I
1: have a nicer car. Hey, I hear you, Magula. Got to run, sir. And, I, and thank you very much for contributing. Mpun Ranfantin, hi.
5: No, that's fine. I think I just want to build on what the brother just said. I mean, the story goes around, and you guys know this language that women will do. Yeah. I mean, it just makes the whole relationship skewed, because it's not about the two people, it's about who drama. So yeah, so it's a very difficult thing. And sometimes it puts men under pressure to a point they relate, I mean, for God forbid, some of them got to be too violent because of such languages.
1: Yeah, I hear w- you. I don't know. I don't know if 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 violence at all, even being physical with somebody, can be excused with what another person no, you does. Know
5: that, you know, the violence can be way, and and I'm, as I say, it's such a bad thing. So I not by no means justifying it. You find that you work, work, work. You build a family. The person does no argue. Help even say, let you know, get a car. Let me have to get a driver. So let me have to get this thing. And then you drop off for some reason, and she gets better. And before you know it. She mm, wants to leave. Mm. Then that, there is, you guys are in Washington. I'm I'm not know, going to go to Jana. I'm not going to go to Jana. So you guys are going to take poor guys, but I was a fool all these years, putting everything on the table, sharing, building up the family. Only the to be left.
1: I, I get you, kids. Then does that not speak about being unequally yoked? Because we often refer to it, and we always like boxing that in, in a Christian kind of terminology. But if we have to look at being unequally yoked, does it not also speak to unequally yoked in terms of financial standing? Right? Yeah. So we don't find ourselves in a situation where if Faith, for example, you know, has got money and then she goes and dates or she marries somebody who doesn't have money and then we add that that frustration in the household or, or vice versa, I don't have the money. Then I go and find somebody who's got the money and that person feels like I'm just leeching off them. 100%. So how then 100%. do we start, you know, how do we identify someone is equally yoked with me financially? Yeah. And it
0: might not be about equally yoked. It might be about
1: the dynamic and the relationship to the dynamic. Well, kids, uh, the the line is absolutely terrible. I'm going to send you back to to my producer. But, Gerald, I know that you can expound on this. Being financially equally yoked. We always refer to it as a Christian. Mm. We all need to be going to church and we all need to be, uh ah But it doesn't have to just mean that we all have to be believing in in Christ or going to church. It could mean that even our finances are to be equally yoked.
2: I think faith, you know, in modern day society, we've rejected everything of old and as archaic and old cultures. In the olden days, um, marriages were set between families, and that was a way of equally yoking children because these children would be from similar circles and they are set for marriage. And yes, in modern day society, I want to choose who I marry. No, you choose who you marry and you cross that railway line. Don't ask and cry when the consequences come home to roost Mm -hmm. so we need to trust our parents again i'm actually a proponent of saying equally your children by ensuring that when they are dating they date people of similar background which is why you find a lot of parents lose it when they see you dating someone from a totally different social class because they understand and have the the power of hindsight of what can happen not to say it won't work but it usually does help from a oh Gerald, can I buy of some view. my
1: mother for a second? It actually happened to me in my life. I was much younger and I was dating somebody and my mother my mom. <laughs> this is the one time that my mother almost tore out her hair because of the man that I was dating at that time. Because she's, well, it's a boy that I was dating at the time. Because she was like, what are you doing? And she actually phoned the boy. She said, listen, there's nothing wrong with you. She said, we know where this girl is going. We know the potential. We don't think that mm. she would be the right girl for you. That's the one time my mother stepped into my relationship. I was very angry, but in hindsight, growing up, I understood why she made the call.
2: And and I think that's, that's the kind of wisdom we need to have back in society. In that, You know, I can sit down with a young couple and I can see they're from different backgrounds, but they're both wanting the same thing and they're aiming for the same goals. Then you can see they can be equally yoked. I remember when we were much younger, we used to want to date a girl who also had a degree, who also had a career. There was never a story where I'm going to talk to someone with (laughs) metric who's got lashes and hair and yellow makeup and nothing else. Never. It was never going to go down like that. And I think social media has made it that way because as i said people are getting the chickens which they cook when they come home to roost because the 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 woman when you start dating her she doesn't change she doesn't transform you know into into a gold digger she was always there from day one so when you are the man who's now under stress it does not start suddenly but it can also be your fault if you lied and you are financially, infide- you are guilty of financial infidelity. So let's bring some honesty. Let's bring some truth. Let's bring some integrity back into dating. So people are honest and can actually start building real relationships. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, Is that what
1: it's called? Date on your level. What are you doing yeah. not dating on your level? If you know that you're of a high level, date within your level
2: exactly i mean relationships can always have the potential of failing but two professionals can walk away from each other and survive and pick up the pieces now if you get someone who's totally dependent on you it's going to be a headache and it's going to be a problem hence there are the mental issues affecting men now because they fall in love with the picture they fall in love with with pictures and literally they don't dig behind that and i think you know if you're a power FM man listening today ask for her cv have a look ask what her siblings do ask her ask what her family does you get all the red flags but if if this whole family is unemployed and you're the only one who's employed in five years time don't cry when black text is dragging you down into 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 a place where you don't understand
1: I, this conversation is too heavy for me. Ooh, Leslie Mpumalanga hi, you've got the final say. <laughs> hi <laughs> Hi Leslie. Hello how are you? I'm good. Go ahead. Yes, me? yes we we're listening. Yeah, I'm sorry, proposal. It's not losing anything but more mm, mm, mm. And we need and to be we, able to. And, and as,
5: as we as men, sometimes we fail to understand ourselves. Sometimes we fail to see them
1: in the eyes. Yeah. Leslie, your line is a little bit bad, Papa. But anyway, we have run out of time. And, and I'm hoping that, um, you know, these are the kinds of conversations we'll continue to have. But uh, thank you so much for your engagement today. Thank you so much for, for, for the time that we've got to spend together. This is where we leave it for this Monday edition of Power Lunch.